Blog Talk Radio. Hey y'all, it's Chad Bearden and you're listening to Weekdays with Murph. I'm trying to remember someone I can't forget. Like a song I don't know that I can't get out of my head. Can't seem to shake the taste of Hi listeners and welcome to another edition of Weekdays with Murph. Uh, today on the show... We welcome super talented singer-songwriter Darian Lee. We'll uh, um, talk with Darian about her career, her uh, music, and and anything she's working on that uh, that she can talk about. Um, this is going to be fun. Uh, so with that being said, let's go ahead and welcome um, the incredibly talented Miss uh, 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 Darian Lee to the show. Hey, Darian, how are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, thank you again for doing this today. Yes, thank you for having me. Absolutely. And 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 uh be, be, before I go any further, I've got to give give a big shout out to uh Core PR and your your uh publicist Anna for uh for uh Helping set this up for us today. Yes, amazing. Uh, I've worked with Anna in the past, and she's great. You know. Yeah, they're awesome. I love them. Absolutely. So, uh, so, um, I mean, you were telling me, um, um, a little bit ago that you just just uh, uh, came in from a ride. Uh, hi. How'd the session go today? Yeah, yeah, I did. It went really well. Thank you for asking. Absolutely. So, um, um, I kind of want to start off uh, 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 pretty much the same way that I start off all these interviews. Uh, um, just kind of uh, tell the listeners uh, how you got into the the music business in the first place. Yeah, so I started out pretty young um, in theater and just in my small town community and used music as a way to get through school, um, to learn and and really for all of the things, writing, all of that. And I started performing by the time I was about 14 and made the move out to Nashville this year. I was traveling back and forth for four or five years before then, but just been really doing it forever but really kind of made that big effort when I was about 16 or 17 uh to kind of go a little bit more professional with my career. Uh so you're you're uh, uh fairly new in Nashville. I I did not know that. Yeah, I like I said I traveled back and forth for about 4 or 5 years before then. So I always tell people the main thing that feels different is that um, I'm not in a hotel, and I have my things. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, fun fact, I actually live not very far from Nashville myself, uh, and and I've been going back and forth for probably the past 20 years or so. So, I mean, I love that city so much. It's great. It's a very special city for sure. 
absolutely. And and uh, uh, I actually have have family that live live about uh, fifteen uh, fifteen to twenty minutes outside of downtown. So uh, I've got a couch to crash on pretty much every time I'm there, which is nice. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. Can't argue with that, right? Absolutely, and 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 I'll be there again at the end of this month. So. Oh, fun. Uh, I've got a little award show. I'm I'm nominated for so so um so I'll be there uh, the weekend of of the twenty third. Awesome. I'm so excited, Congrats. you know. That's so fun. Uh. So anyway, uh I did want to ask too, uh uh and I asked it I, I asked this question to uh all my guests, but uh if you weren't in the music industry, what would you be doing right now? Oh geez, for me I've been doing it so long that I don't even know that I would have another thing to go to, another another option. For me I'm I'm all in on music. Uh, you know, uh, uh, I asked that question uh, so many times in my interviews, and and you know the the uh, Luke Combs uh, song doing this. Uh, yeah. Uh, the per- first time I ever uh, heard that song, and and that first line, I was like, "Wait, that's the same question I ask every one of my guests. Did you read my mind, Luke?" <laughs> <laughs> who knows it's it's a great song though it's it's so true and i think it holds so relatably to a lot of artists and a lot of i mean not even just artists i feel like that song can be so relatable towards any job as well oh absolutely 100 percent uh and and for myself i've been covering this industry for the last probably eight or nine years and wow and there's a, and there's absolutely uh, nothing I'd rather be doing. Right. I, I love this. I love this music industry, with literally every single fiber of my being. That I just, I'll never see myself doing anything else. That's incredible. And, and even with its uh, sometimes incredibly obvious flaws, I mean, I still love this industry to death. Right, right. Awesome. So, uh, uh, let me ask you this. Uh, I know you said you've been, been, I've been at this for, uh, quite a while and, and just recently, uh, made the jump to Nashville, but, uh, if you could go back and change one thing about your career to this point, would you, and, uh, what would it be? Ooh. You know, I tend to feel like a lot of the things that I've been through in my life were all meant to get me exactly where I am right now. So I don't know if I would change anything because I'm I'm really happy with where I'm at right now. Obviously, you always want things to be further and you look forward to bigger pushes and, and just advancing in your career like anyone would in any career field. Um, but I don't know that I would change anything I think it's easy to say you wish that things maybe were different but each thing comes with its own challenges and 
I'm really happy with where I'm at right now. Uh, awesome. Uh, uh, now, this is is totally off topic, but uh, uh, you are originally from uh, Minnesota, am I right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I've been to Minnesota a time or two, and and I love it up there, you know? It's beautiful. It actually is. Uh, I went to a Twins baseball game as part of uh, of uh, my dream of seeing all thirty Major League Baseball stadiums. So, uh, uh, so wow. While I was up there, I, I went to a Twins game. I went to a uh, Milwaukee Brewers game because because it's not very far. Uh, and I think I went to. Uh, uh, Cleveland and Cincinnati, so so it was a trip up there, you know. That's incredible. That's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> I started I started that journey uh, about ten years ago, and I've only got uh, one more stadium left. There you go. Wow, that's so fun. <laughs> yeah. So so I've been a I've been all over this country at least once, and and uh, and uh, the north up there, uh, uh, I'm talking Michigan, Minnesota, uh, uh, places like that. Uh, some of the prettiest country I've ever seen. Oh, that's awesome! It is very beautiful. It it gets very cold, but it is very beautiful. True. Uh, uh, I'm just glad I wasn't up there in the winter. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> Yeah, I can't blame you at all. <laughs> so, so yeah. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, um, um, um. This is a fun question for you. Uh, you're stranded on a, a a a deserted island, and you can only take three things with you. What are you taking? Oh. Ooh. Stranded on a deserted island, I can only take three things. Well, I feel like my dad would be telling me to pick some survival sorts of things, so I feel like you could get far off with some sort of knife of some sort. You could live maybe a little bit longer with that. I'd love to have my guitar, as much as that probably doesn't help with survival, but it would probably help with mental survival, so I would go with that. Sanity, yep. Um, I understand completely. Oh, I don't know for a third thing. Maybe some sort of tool to start a fire. But that really, I guess that's not completely necessary because you can use, like, rocks and stuff. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I tap out at two and, like, have a phone a friend for number three whenever, if that ever happens. And <laughs> hopefully I have the ability to phone a friend and get a third item. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Uh, Maybe but, uh, a harp. Yeah, I mean. I think a harp. That seems like I totally, a good idea. I, I totally feel you on the 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 uh, uh, um uh, um guitar part because because if I didn't have music I would absolutely go insane. It just would not be oh, pretty. Sure. Right, right. I feel that. And, and as a matter of fact, I'm a little I'm a little bit of a 
a player myself, as a matter of fact. I, I've been oh, playing awesome. probably, I've been playing probably eight to ten years. So. Wow, that's incredible. Uh, um, the last time I was on stage with a band was back before COVID hit. Uh, it was Fourth uh, of July, twenty nineteen, and I missed the stage wow. so bad. I believe it. So, uh, uh, since I brought it up, uh, let me ask you this. Uh, when everything shut down with COVID and 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 the world just went to crap, basically, uh, uh, was there ever a uh, a moment where you're like, oh, crap, my career is over? I think for me, I tried to hold out as much hope as possible, even though it seemed like everything was so dark. Um, but honestly, like being able to do interviews and live streams and write with friends over Zoom and FaceTime and things of that nature really kind of kept me in a place of being hopeful. I won't lie and say that it it wasn't hard. It was very difficult for many different periods of time throughout that whole process. But being able to keep communication with other people was hugely key for me because that's kind of just how I keep myself sane. Um, I'm a very people person sort of girl, so it was really nice to be able to have those moments of writing and doing the live streams. I don't even know how many live streams I was doing a week. I know everyone was, but I think for me it was really at that time kind of a lifeline just to be able to continue to do what I loved in some sort of fashion and love still today. And and speaking of those live streams and the zooms and all that st- and all that stuff, uh, I remember when 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 that started or uh, when that that uh, first started becoming popular. Uh, uh, I'd be on 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 Instagram or Facebook and I'd see like thirty lives in a row. I'm like, what is happening yeah. right now? <laughs> We're all just trying to find ways to communicate. Exactly, and and I bet uh, during those two, three years, or, or whatever that was, I bet uh, Zoom and and Skype and FaceTime, I saw saw a thousand percent rise in their viewership. Oh, I'm sure it would have been a great time to put stock in one of those things. That's for sure. <laughs> oh gosh, yes, it would. I had not thought of that actually. <laughs> uh, so, uh, um, a sort of, uh, uh, um, um, a shine away from that topic for a second, uh, whether it's in Nashville or back home in Minnesota, what is your, uh, favorite place to play? Oh, my favorite place to play. I don't know. I love high-energy rooms. I grew up watching so many live performances that being able to be in a room where the energy just seems like it's explosive is really fun for me. Um, I play downtown on the weekly and always love the nights where even the mornings sometimes it just seems like the energy, everyone is right there and we're all experiencing that moment together I think is really beautiful. Um, I played at Winstock a couple of years ago and had the privilege to open up for a couple of different artists this summer. And all of that for me, it's I can't 
ever really pick one destined place. It's, for me, it's more of a feeling. Um, that's one of my favorite things. But I also do love, uh, when I was starting to perform out more, I was performing on a lot of lakes in Minnesota, the land of 10,000 lakes, so it only seems mm-hmm. fitting. Uh, but there's quite a few different locations that you can perform right next to the water, and those were some of the most beautiful nights of music that I think I've experienced, even to date. Um, those nights are very special, but again, I'm I'm a huge fan of high-energy rooms. It's kind of my vibe. Awesome. Uh, you know, I've I've seen so much music in Nashville that it's not even funny, but uh, probably my favorite type of music is 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 just that a stripped down kind of acoustic music where it's just uh, just a singer and a and and a uh, uh, a guitar and uh, and maybe a kick drum. I mean, and I think we might have lost Darian. Hold on one second. I think we might have lost Darian. Okay, uh, and she's back. <laughs> I'm not sure what happened, but yeah, I lost you for a second. I don't so know. Uh, I just messaged you on Instagram, and I was like, I think we might have lost you. <laughs> uh, uh, but anyway, uh, what I was saying is, is I've seen uh, so many shows in Nashville, it's not even funny, but uh, my favorite uh, shows shows to go to are are just the small venue kind of kind of acoustic shows, you know. Yeah, yeah. I love them. I mean, and I'm a a big fan of acoustic music anyway. So I mean, anytime I can catch one of those shows like that, I'm uh, I'm just like yes, please. <laughs> right, right. I, there's something special about that sort of acoustic environment too. I mean, nothing to me beats, like, the full band thing, but there's those occasions where you listen to something acoustic and it just feels like a different kind of magic, that's for sure. Absolutely, 100%. Uh, Now, before we go any further, uh, I did want to mention that, that, and I tell pretty much everybody this, but uh, if there's ever anything that I can do for you, I don't care what it is, um, 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 don't ever hesitate to reach out. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Absolutely. And, 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 uh, and, and, you know, I created this show, uh, as a place for artists, uh, to come and just, and, and tell their stories and share the music, uh, uh, and just just uh, have a, a safe space to just be heard in in an industry where that's that's usually not always the case. Right, that's incredible. So, so like I said, anything I can do for you, don't ever hesitate to reach out. Thank you, thank you very much. Absolutely. So, uh, um, uh, something else I was I was curious about. Is when everything's said and done with your career, thirty, forty years down the road, 
whenever that might be, uh, what impact or legacy would you uh, like to leave on this industry? Oh, man. Um, I think for me, I would just like to have been able to touch people with my music um, and being relatable towards whatever they might be going through. I think that's really the key with music and really any art is that you're able to touch people and, and reach people in a way that they're able to feel understood and validated and are also able to express the ways that they feel in a way that is channeled through art. And I think that's huge to be able to help people feel like they're not the only one, whether it be going through something or feeling some type of way, whatever it might be, I think that's the magic of art. And I think if that's what I was able to leave um, my legacy to be one day in music, I would hope that that could be the main thing. Well, uh, I think you're willing your way. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. And, and the reason I ask that is, is because I've been thinking about uh, my own legacy in the podcast space. I've been doing this for yeah uh, 10 years now. Uh, I covered another industry uh, for two years prior to uh, switching over to music. So I've been doing this for the last, like, 10 years. And and I've gotten to the point where where it's time for me to, to uh, basically – reach back and uh, and uh, help the next generation coming up. Yeah. And uh and and like I said, uh 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 beyond anything I do with this podcast, I just think I just want to be known as as, as just being a good dude, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's huge. That's amazing. So, all right. So, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, another question I had for you is this: uh, professionally speaking, what's the best thing that's ever happened to you? Oh, for me, I've been able to have had a few opportunities to have my name brought up in different rooms with. CMT, and then also have had the opportunity to open for quite a few different artists. And this summer alone was big and rich, as well as Mackenzie Porter and Matt Stell and Chris Cagle and Craig Morgan. And it has just been so awesome to be able to have had those opportunities just in one summer alone. Nice. So, uh, uh, just just about watching the people that you just mentioned, uh, what have they have they taught you, or what have you learned from them? I think there's something that you can take away from every single performance that you watch or conversation. And for me, I love watching Big and Rich has so much hype and the energy. Like I was saying earlier, I'm I love the energy in a room when you're performing in front of crowds like that at festivals and they bring such a big atmosphere to a space that just feels explosive and huge, and it's so fun. And Craig Morgan is the same way, and the same with everyone else, but theirs just seem to stand out to me the most. And 
I felt like Craig Morgan had a way of touching every single person in a room uh, through his music and his professionality on stage with his band. And each one of them just carried themselves in a way that I thought was so honorable and so cool to be able to watch. And, of course, watching the fellow country women is huge to me, especially with Mackenzie Porter. It was really cool to watch her and see her relationship with the audience and how she handled the stage and there's just so many things that you can take from every single artist in this world and, and just people in general that I think it's hard to come up uh, with one takeaway, but I really just take a lot from their showmanship for sure. Awesome. Uh, uh, as you were talking, I was thinking, uh, uh, oh, uh, one of my biggest takeaways from, uh, from the industry that, that I love so much uh, is is when I got to meet Garth Brooks, which is a story in and of That's itself. Awesome. Uh, um, um, Garth was playing the 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 listening room a couple of years ago, which that which that does not happen anymore. Um, Garth playing small venues just just does not happen. So so uh, uh, so I went and uh, and Garth played probably. 45 minutes or so, I blew the roof off the place completely, as Garth usually does. Uh, and about a few minutes after the show, my mom comes up to me and says, hey, follow me. I'm like, where are we going? <laughs> uh, she somehow or other talked her way backstage into the listening room, found Garth's security guard. I told him what a big fan of Garth that I was. He tells this to Garth. Garth says, "All right, bring him on back. I'd love to meet him." I'm like, "Oh my gosh, how cool!" I'm like, "I'm like, wait, what?" <laughs> so, uh, so we go back there, and it's just chaos backstage, as any backstage area probably would be. It's just chaos back there. So, a Garth comes up, I shake his hand, and I called him Mr. Brooks, because because at that point. My brain and my mouth were not working properly, <laughs> so uh, right. So, and and I was just expecting kind of a a thirty second hey how you doing kind of meet and greet you know. No, this man sat down with me and proceeded to have a full long ten to fifteen minute conversation. Who does that anymore? Wow. And how cool is that? He told me something that that. That I will take to my grave," he said. Uh, when I told him uh, what I do here uh, on the podcast, he goes, "Good, but we need people like you out there supporting independent artists." I could have yeah. died on the spot. <laughs> uh, that was like uh, that was like God coming down and saying, "Son, you're doing something right." I mean, right? Uh, for for a Garth to say that was like that's all the validation that's I needed. Right. I still talk about that to this day. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it, it's, it's still one of the best uh, best interactions I've ever had with with a major country star. That's so cool. How special! It 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 was the absolute best. Okay, uh, so. Uh, uh, 
before I let you go, uh, uh, I did want to ask, uh, uh, what's coming up for you? Yeah, we just released Jackson, so right now we're working on a few different pieces with that that people can watch visually uh, with the song. So there's still more to come with that and hopefully some exclusive merch and just some fun there. And we've got more new singles coming for the new year. Awesome. Uh, um, a couple more questions for you, that, um, and, and and then I think we're gonna gonna let you go and let you get about your evening. But uh, but but as as a creative person, and I know you're you're extremely creative. Uh, Thank you. Uh, what inspires or or uh, motivates you? Oh man, for me, my motivation comes from really just about anything. Um, But I think one thing whenever I'm going through sprints where I'm having a hard time either having the motivation or finding the creativity to do something is just thinking back on my younger self um, and just how much I would have wanted to be where I am right now and what I would have given at that point to be where I am right now. So a lot of it for me just comes from thinking of my childhood self, honestly. You know, that sounds oddly familiar to to, to uh, uh, what I do. Uh, uh, I'm in the process of actually writing a book about this podcast, and I've gotten quotes from a former guest, you know, whatever. And and whenever I'm having like a bad day, uh, like like a I don't want to do this anymore, you know. Uh, I pull up that file and I read the quotes, and I'm like, okay. I'm about to run through a brick wall right now. <laughs> right. So it. So I totally understand uh, where you're coming from there. I totally get it. Yeah, I think it's just a really good form of reminding yourself of the journey, right? Absolutely, and 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 a buddy of mine always says this. He goes, he goes, uh, uh, the process is always more important than the product. For sure, for sure. I love that. Okay. A uh, last question for you. Uh, uh, is there anything that we uh, uh, haven't covered today that you'd like to talk about? No, I think just go stream the new single, do all the things. That's pretty <laughs> much all for me. Uh, uh, awesome. Well, uh, thank you again for doing this, Darian. This has been so much fun. Well, thank you for having me. This is so awesome, and I really appreciate your support and you having me on today. Absolutely. And and like I said earlier, if there's ever anything that I can do for you, I, I don't care what it is, you know where to find me. Thank you very much. I really appreciate that. All right. I think we're going to uh, let you go go and uh, let you get back to your evening, but uh, uh, you've always got an open invitation back to the show anytime. Thank you. All right, I'll talk to you later, okay? Yep, bye-bye. All right, bye. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed our interview with uh, uh, the lovely Miss Darian Lee. Uh, let's see. Next Tuesday, I'm working on something uh, that that I'll, I'll, I'll uh, hopefully have more 
uh, details for you. So I think with that, I think I'm going to uh, end the episode right here. Uh, you've been listening to uh, Witness with Murph. Thank you, and goodbye.